recording. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're live. We're having a note from the production booth right now that we're about to start the show. Um, <laughs> are you are y'all ready? Okay. Yes. Kara, keep counting. Keep counting and we'll go on your account, Kara. So, perfect. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Mid-Level Show. We are the mid-levels of performance medicine representing East Tennessee right now. Nurse practitioners in the house representing, as well as physician's assistants. I'm Andy. I'm hosting. Uh, and each week we go over the doctor's note from uh, Papa Doc. Papa Doc's not a good name, right? Isn't that, isn't that kind of like, isn't that, there's some sort of bad person called Papa Doc, right? I'm getting a note from production. I, I think that is. I don't think we're allowed to use that name. He said that when he becomes a grandparent, he wants to either be called Doc or Papa Doc, but... I don't, I don't know. The supervising physician is my dad, Dr. Rogers, and each week we go over his doctor's note, and this one is on hair loss in women, hair loss in females, which I don't know about you all, I get this question a lot in the room. What about you guys? Do you get this question a lot? Absolutely. Yep. Hold on one second. Um, I need a uh, note from production. We are muted right now. Note from production, we're muted right now. So let's go to our full screen. Are you can can I get a test from everybody? Yes. Hello. And Hello. Fran? Hello. Hi. Okay, we're in. Never mind. We're good. No, we're good. No. See, yeah, there was no mute. I think you were just we were trying to be respectful and let whichever woman <laughs> wanted to start. <laughs> I was about to say, I couldn't hear anything. So maybe that was it. Y'all are being very respectful of each other's time, but I would love for y'all to chime in now and see you all do get this. I get this question quite a bit. My hair, I'm losing my hair. What is the first thing that you all do? And when that happens in the room with the question, I'm losing my hair, I will go with Kara. What do you think? Kara is representing Knoxville. I um, ask them about thyroid um, disease. If they have any history of that, that's probably the first thing that uh, comes to mind. That's great. Thyroid's perfect. And that's, I feel like that's such a, um, no, that's such a good one to just knock off the list. Like, Hey, do you have any of these other thyroid symptoms? Do you have problems with your bowel movements? Are you tired all the time? Do you have weight retention? If you click a couple of those boxes, then maybe we haven't uh, investigated thyroid. Amber, what about you? What are some of the first questions that you start asking too? Um, if their biggest thing is my hair is coming out, I, I normally yes. ask, okay, well, is there anything else? Like get a, a, a picture of their, their history, their reproductive history. Did they have a baby recently? Uh, yeah. Are they going through menopause? Are there any other hormonal changes um, that they've noticed? My hair, that's their, maybe their biggest thing. Maybe, um, maybe I have lower energy. Maybe my hands are really dry that I didn't notice. Or, you know, you start asking them some more questions to get a, a more full picture of any other symptoms that might be going on as well. I like that. It's almost like what else can be contributing right now? And you, and you picked up a lot on hormones too. That's the first thing out of the doctor's note is a lot of this is with hormones. So often with men, women in perimenopause or menopause or uh, just having a baby, an influx or a decrease in hormones can cause hair thinning or hair loss. Fran, what are some of the things that you think about whenever a patient asks you that? Um, I, I always like to focus on their diet, um, find out, you know, are they, you know, have they lost a lot of weight recently? Have there been big stress changes? All the things that affect your hormones, um, and, you know, find out, you know, did, 
Did a parent just pass away? I mean, did, have they been going through incredible amounts of stress? Just look at the whole picture. Has this ever happened before? And if it did, right. like if you're an older woman, did this happen when you had your babies? And that kind of would make you think maybe this is hormonal for you. Um, if they've never had that problem before, you might start thinking it's something else must be going on. And then I would probably want to get some lab work. Mm-hmm. I, I think Especially, that's such a you know, nice thing. Performance yeah. medicine offers so many great things. Oh, yeah, and, and true. It's You hit on a really great thing you that it's not... cell, look at their vitamin, super different you can look at. I, I, I feel like there's so much with... We, we've hit on hormones, we've hit on thyroid, but also just like the natural stuff, stressed. Have you been stressed out recently? That causes hair loss too. And so often we just kind of neglect that part of it too, uh, just with stress and uh, and what might be happening naturally in the home that we're not thinking about. There's, there's a lot of causes that Dr. Rogers has listed on here, including anemia, uh, stress, eating disorders, vitamin and mineral deficiencies too, which we test for at the office with Spectracell Labs, protein deficiencies, hypothyroid, birth control, steroids, autoimmune disease, PCOS, the list feels like it goes on and can be exhaustive. Um, I feel like what I took out most out of this was just the amount of emotional stress that this can cause. This is this. I actually just had a patient uh, who was talking about her son with hair loss and just kind of like, the amount of like, it's almost like a taboo subject to talk about the bald spot, but then they make fun of the bald spot. It's just kind of a weird spot to be in. I don't know if y'all have come encounter that, but it's a lot of it's psychological. Do y'all feel like you come encounter with that too? It's like they become embarrassed to talk about it. They're worried. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah. yeah. Well, there was the one Everybody that I had agrees. A Nobody wants to talk about hair loss today, okay? Nobody well, wants yeah. it. Once you talk about it, then it falls out, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it doesn't have to be severe to be um, something that's on their mind. I had a patient one time who just had some thinning and I actually did after um, our third child I had some some real some thinning like around my face and and I couldn't really tell on this woman but it was something that almost plagued her you know as far as she just was so self-conscious she had you know pulled she was very conscious about this thing that was happening and it was related to her thyroid um, but it does it doesn't have to be a, a full-blown alopecia which is where like your the your hair is falling out and bald you have balding spots it can be just a thinning that you notice that makes a woman make, you know, uncomfortable and I feel like uh, too it, it, it's like is it something that I'm doing that a lot of the times people take ownership like it must be something I'm doing am I using the wrong shampoo am I not shampooing enough is this a this is something that's more aesthetic or is there a deficiency? I think it's important if you take anything out of this is that check, check your hormones. How often have we said that on this show? Check your hormones. Check your hormones and see what they're at. Do you all find one that is, I know the one that I always check that like if we haven't checked anything, I always check a DHEA. Is that something that y'all check? That's the one thing I'm like, if you haven't had DHEA checked, your DHEA may be really high. uh, And that can cause some hair loss too. Or uh, we often add that to our hormone, our baseline hormone creams. And taking that DHEA out can actually help out with it. Is there like a, if y'all had to put together a perfect panel, I know dad's got some panels on here that he talks about with what to check for. But what do you feel like if it's for 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 the female that's watching this right now, what do you think's, the most imperative to 
check and rule out. Kara, what do you think as far as like well, labs? The, the thyroid panel, the TSH, T3, free T4, yeah. and um, like you said, elevated DHEA levels. And certainly um, with women, the testosterone too high um, yeah. can, also, uh, can also cause cause that too. So those are that's important. things that come to mind. And that's true. There's there's a conversion of testosterone to dihydrotestosterone, which can which just loves the scalp and the men loves the prostate. So it's always nice to know. You can actually also draw a dihydrotestosterone as well to see if that helps out as well. Fran, is there any labs that you like to particularly draw or think about like, hey, this is the easy one that you've got to roll out right at the well, beginning? Well, I think the first thing I would look at is the age of the patient. Yeah. Um, cause to me, if you're, if you're an older woman and you're in menopause, I'm, I'm going to go with by, by now you probably had your thyroid checked, but I'm going to say that most likely this is a hormonal problem if they haven't had it before, but right. in a, in a younger patient, I would probably be more likely to, to get more labs and look at more things because, you know, somebody in their thirties probably hasn't lost all their estrogen. And if they right, have, we right. need to, I mean, that's pretty serious and we need to figure that out. But if you're older and you've lost your estrogen, well, that's what happens. So oh, for sure. um, I, I would change my labs based on, on the presentation of the patient to try to do the most cost effective way to get through the problem. So right. I guess it would be different depending on who was in front of me. That's true. I feel like age is a huge factor into that and how it's going to play into what labs you draw. Amber, we're just talking about initial labs to draw and kind of your go-tos. Like, what is there anything? We've talked about thyroid. We've talked about age and presentation of the patient contributing to what labs we think. Are there mm-hmm. any that you think are just super important? you got to draw this. It's imperative. For Amber. So oh, thyroid <laughs> hormones would be where I would start. But I, yeah. But I took what my biggest takeaway from the doctor's note, which you kind of hit on the DHEA, but was the conversion from testosterone to DHT. That's something that I, or the the dihydrotestosterone, and I um, haven't really thought much about that. When we put, we have some patients who are younger who may just be getting a tea pellet or tea cream to help with their energy, their libido, things like that. And then if I have that patient who's saying, oh, my hair's starting to come out, I don't know, prior to the doctor's note, I was it made me think more about instead of just thinking about estrogen and hair and skin being estrogen, um, the testosterone conversion factor that I need to take in with these patients who are maybe primarily getting tea supplementation. Oh yeah. I feel like too, it's, it's, it's so much more complex. If anything, how many times have I said here too, like it's so much harder to be a woman. It really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, I am yeah. lucky that you all have this perspective too. And I do not have, to, I, w- I just have to worry about testosterone converting into DHT, keep my stress levels down. And then there's ways to block that. But females have just have so much more complexity that goes into this. I mean, this doctor's note was very long and it's just about hair loss in females specifically. So if, if for viewers or for listeners right now, know that this is a complex, complex issue. If anything too, I would suggest for patients is to start early. If you notice something, say something. What are those signs that are on the subway? If you see something, say something. Isn't that like a thing? Yeah. That's like a campaign. Like if you see something, say something. Hey, I'm noticing some thinning. It's right around the crown or it's right on the hairline. It's receding. It's going on the side. Let us know or let your provider know whoever you see so we can start seeing if this is a, 
what I always say is whenever we draw labs, we want to get something out of it. Are we going to draw a lab and make a change? So that's what we want to draw with these labs. If there's a change to be made that can help out with hair loss, then we'll draw those out. Uh, so if we know right that at the beginning, then we can jump start on it. It's much easier to stop the progression of hair loss than to restore hair once mm -hmm. it's lost. Although there are different ways to do it. We do um, microneedling with P PRP um, and the PRP treatments in the scalp it helps regenerate hair growth. Have y'all done that in your offices yet? I know we all, I believe we only do it in the King Sport office. Have y'all seen any treatments, um, PRP and the scalp? Yeah. No. no. We, we, <laughs> rest assured, ladies and gentlemen and viewers that are look, look, listening and viewing the um, mid-level show right now, we do PRP and we have seen success with it. So come in and be evaluated immediately. Yes, it happens, but it's not, it's not the first go-to. If you come to us and say, I'm having hair loss, we're most likely not going to stick a needle into your scalp right off the beginning. But we're going to go through all these checklists. And I feel like something you can do at home right now right now literally is see what vitamins and supplements mm -hmm. you're on. I thought his list, I gave the list today to a patient uh, who were talking about hair. Um, and I always, but the first thing I always think of is biotin. And mm -hmm. then I think of the protein collagen. Are there any other favorites on this? I'm looking at these right now. Are there other favorites that y'all have besides biotin and protein collagen that y'all find are helpful? <laughs> we're quiet in the work. Those are my two. <laughs> Those are the two. I know. I took the easy answers. The Rogaine uh, foam for men. Yeah. Who recommend that. Well, and um, I thought the whole the mm -hmm. massaging into the scalp. It's not a vitamin, but that's something that, you know, we can be doing um, in addition to those vitamins, massaging and stimulating those follicles. Yeah, I think that's And I will tell you too, I don't know, I'm wearing a black shirt right now out of bravery, but I mean, I have always suffered from dandruff. Good <laughs> Lord. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm like my, I'm sure I'm Flakes McGee. And, which, so, <laughs> so like, I've always struggled with that, but I've, I've always suffered, uh, suffered from seborrheic dermatitis and it hits my T-zone and it hits my scalp like crazy. And thank God for mom's side of the family, note from production, uh, shout out to the Jinx side of the family. They can take credit for my eyebrows and my <laughs> Air. But I have thick hair, so I, so I haven't noticed it as much. But noticing, too, that some of this could be dermatological as well from having cradle cap, that dandruff is scaling off of the scalp and protecting your scalp. And just like what you said, Amber, with massaging it is actually going to stimulate the, the blood vessels. I always think heat is going to bring blood vessels and going to bring nutrients here. So as we massage, it's going to bring heat and warmth and growth right in the area. I think it's important to do that. Um, God, we've hit a lot of stuff with hair loss today. Um, any, do you have any takeaways or anything that you think we haven't hit on that people need to know? Fran, why don't we start with you, Fran? Ah, um, <laughs> well, I mean, he did mention in his note that people do need to realize that psychologically it's very damaging, but there is nothing physically physiologic that will go wrong if you don't have your hair, right? Yeah. If you're losing yeah. your hair, like you don't mean it's not um, it's necessarily a huge problem, but to me, you just want to find out if you, if you find the root cause and you fix the hair loss, you're probably fixing a lot of other things at the same time. 
so maybe the hair loss so much more bang for your buck and start looking at things but you'll find out there's all these other things that are going on that aren't quite and the hair coming out is just a symptom of many things that are going on you know it's Mm -hmm. not like oh your thyroid is low and the only thing that's affected is your hair your thyroid is slow everything is affected your whole metabolic rate is affected oh for sure um and constipated, cold, dry skin. I mean, it, the list goes on and on and on. So it was so that you can potentially treat it. I think that's great. I really think that's great. Uh, Kara, what do you think? Any takeaways, anything that people need to know uh, from well, this doctor's there, there, Well, there's a lot of different um, things out there. You know, you hear about laser therapy and then the, the hair club for men and so, um, you know, it's best to talk cause or what your options uh, may be. And I think, you know, some people may prefer a more natural um, approach to um, it and also not just putting a Band-Aid on it, but figuring out, like Fran said, what, you know, what's the root, the root cause, so. I like that. What's the root cause? Those things are very expensive. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And finding out what that root cause, you're going to fix, you're going to get so much more. It's like killing a million birds with one stone. I really do. You almost just start to uncover things. Um, Amber, Amber, any takeaways, anything that's um, imperative that people need to know out of this note? What do you think? I think that you guys summed it up as far as, you know, that there's, there's a cause, there's something that needs to be discovered. If you, if it's bothering you and and you're noticing that it's happening and also too, you haven't just had a baby or, you know, it's something new, um, then come in and and talk with us. Even if you've had labs checked in the past and you're like, Oh, my doctor says my thyroid's fine, you know, come in and and let us do, uh, or, you know, have a Cleveland, uh, heart done, which is going to look at your hormones and your, um, your vitamins. It'll also check your, um, uh, thyroid. And so, you know, just to get a, get a bigger picture, if you're on hormones, if you're on testosterone, then make sure you let us or your doctor know that so that they can make sure you're not converting. Oh, I think that's great. Yeah. And, and, and just knowledge, knowledge is key in this. There's so much that goes into it. I'd read this doctor's know. I'd print it out. If this is something that you're suffering from right now, now's the time to start. So do not wait until you do not have any hair. Okay. So, so starting now, and I do think he's noticed that uh, some hair loss in the shower, he talks about it. We lose on average of a hundred to 200 strands of hair each day. So let's notice that like, even if it's coming out in the shower, that's kind of normal. But if you notice a thinning pattern, then that's something to, to really talk to your provider about and especially your mid-level abounds. So, um, that's it. I agree with everything y'all have said. This is great. I will say that if any product that we have, I love the Otogeny C shampoo. Uh, it has, um, stem cells in it. And we've seen a lot of great regrowth of hair from Otogeny C. If you're going to buy any products that are going to stimulate hair growth, buy a good one and buy a medical grade for that. I think it's going to be more bang for your buck. Uh, but this has been the mid-level show. Kara, Fran, Amber, thank you so much, uh, representing East Tennessee and 
in the house. Um, and I would just want to say too, Amber, if I can work on my hair to get to look like yours too. Oh, stop. <laughs> and what, I mean, just as we're talking about hair, I think Karen, friend, you have wonderful hair too. I'm just trying to go for that quaff look. Mm. So, um, <laughs> so I may work, I may work on that as well too. And maybe we'll have a Dr. Snow on facial hair as well. Um, I'm recently shaved. And it's a new look for me, and it's a little hard. I feel like I'm a, I'm a little shiny. I should have powdered a little bit today. So you know. we're all we're all envious of your thick hair, Andy. Your yeah, thick. Andy. I mean, really. <laughs> It's the jinx side of the family. Nice. It's the jinx side. Nice. Your mom Listen. does something for you. <laughs> exactly. Yep. She does. Uh, mom had what we call the Julia Roberts cowlick forever. Oh. Uh, quintessential 90s haircut. Oh, sorry. I'm getting a note from production to not talk about family anymore. Okay. <laughs> Duly noted. Duly noted. Thank you, production. Anyways, thank you so much. Thank you for joining the Mid-Level Show, and we will thank tune you. in next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Have a great day. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.